G'day, thanks for joining us again at Once When I Was Cool, a weekly podcast where we talk about all the things that we used to love when we were when we were young, when we were cool, when we knew what was going on. My name is Dave, I'm one of your hosts, and joining me through the magic of the internet yet again is my mate Wee. How are you, Wee? Yeah, g'day Dave, uh, good as always, just uh, vegging out, sharing a chat live, with you. Living the dream, mate. Mate, I'm always living the dream, slash nightmare, depends on the day, it's a very fine line between a dream and a nightmare. Um, and as always, big shout out to producer Simon, who's getting us out there to your earballs. Yeah, good on you, Simon. Thanks very much. Simon, of course, is our third member of the team who uh, who gets us out there and say, makes us sound as smooth as he possibly can. We, I was just going back through. I was being a bit nostalgic myself and looking back through some of the um, some of the fan mail that we got from um, from some of the earlier episodes. And so early on, when, within our first few episodes, we did one on uh, one hour photo. Don't know if you can remember that one. Sure do. That was awesome. So we got a, uh, a a submission from one of the friends of the show. We'll just call her Big T, and um, Big T sent us an email, and I'll just read it out for you now, and I'll I'll, I'll let it build up to what our, our theme is of today. So the, it comes in as a fan submission. I like how the uh, I like how it calls it fan submission when it's really a listener. I don't know that anyone's an actual fan. Why can't they be fans? I. I I don't know. They can be fans if that's how they choose to identify. I just wouldn't think that anyone actually did. Anyway, enough of that. Stop interrupting. So, one hour photo, I liked your show. It made me think of when I had a summer job in the UK in the late 80s. My role was to open the envelopes with the film cans in them and send them down to the lab for processing. I was in a huge room and sacks of envelopes arrived hourly. I could smell the ones with poo in them before they got to my desk. Poo wasn't the worst of it. Some people sent in some other objects that I won't name at the moment with the kind instructions to process this pleb. Joyful days. I still wonder if those people ever made friends, had families, got work, or if they're all in prison having moved on from those harmless jests. Funny. So thanks for that, T. We, uh, let's just say we enjoyed that. We got a good chuckle and I'm sorry it's taken us so long to get back to you. But yeah, through that, it has given us some inspiration and I'm glad that you're not too scarred with it and that you're able to uh, to move on and uh, and can look back at it as funny because it sounds horrific, even though we're, we're quite happily chuckling away to it. We're still laughing at the moment. So we, on that note, once when I was cool, we used to have cameras. Now, the cameras that we had then used film, of course. Uh, it was the it was the sort of film that you had to get developed. It wasn't instant. It wasn't that that instant gratification that you get now. And it certainly wasn't a camera that was sitting on your phone. It was a handheld one that you had to make the effort to load film into and carry with you. Um, and it was it used to produce pictures that you actually physically held and got a chance to look at. Did you have a camera when you were a kid? Oh, look, we we all had cameras. We've got. Um had the family camera, obviously, and then we had little cameras when we got a little bit older. I still have uh, a collection of my father's cameras, like everything. He seems to have a collection of just about anything. So I've got some old cameras of my dad's, uh, an old Polaroid, mm-hmm. um, and an old um, movie camera, actually, as well, and an old projector to play them on, and they're played with the actual film, so it recorded onto the film. Did the movie camera have sound? Yes, it did, and really dodgy sound at that. Really dodgy sound. I actually okay. found the. Um, it came with um, a, a light stand with which used to have a couple of lights on, and 
when I was uh, going through cleaning out some of the stuff at my mum and dad's place after my dad passed away, he'd uh, just used them, turned them into work lights. There was no more need for the cameras because they were old. So he just yep. turned those that lighting system into some work lights for in the sheds. Okay. So repurposing. And, and were they were they still good? Do they still work now? I haven't plugged him in to check, but I have no doubt he was pretty good with that sort of stuff. So I have no doubt. I'll have to try it out next time I'm back home. Mm. And the the movie cameras, did they? What sort of film did they use? Just the um, just the old the old film actually. It was the old uh, movie films. So and you know where you had you could have the eight millimeter like, stuff. Eight, eight millimeter gear. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've still got some of those here. I haven't even tried to put it all together to see if it works. It was more just uh, nostalgic. And of course, it belonged to my dad, so I kept it. Mm, so, okay. so yeah. So, what was the first camera you remember having? I sort of I, I didn't really have a. We had the family sort of Polaroid and the cameras, like I said. But first camera I ever had was. I was probably in early to mid-teens, you know, being in high school and wanted to capture some, and it was sort of all the rage. You could get cameras for about 80 bucks, but they were all plasticky, you know, the plastic, I think it was a Canon or something like that, but, you know, you just slide it across. It was like uh, half the size of a, like two packets of cigarettes joined together. You know what I mean? It was a little, um, sort of like a bit smaller than a, a, a video cassette. But, you know, you just put the film in the back and you shot the – you had to make sure everyone was smiling. There was no second chance or redo. What you took and what you snapped is what was yep. produced. There was no Photoshop, no editing, no nothing. I remember one of the first cameras we had, and I couldn't tell you a brand, but it was a little black and silver sort of thing. It had a little – it didn't have, a, a you know, like an adjustable lens, anything. It was, yeah, point-and-shoot type ones. I don't know if it was Kodak. I don't think it was the Kodak Brownie, although I know a lot of people did have the Kodak Brownie, and the Kodak Brownie was one of the, one of the you know, original, um, easy-to-use for everybody type uh, cameras but this one was a, a little uh, 35 mil um, camera and it had little bulbs that you used to buy in like a pack of three or a pack of four and every bulb had was served as your flash and so you would load that onto the top and you'd take the photo and it'd flash and then you'd see it's burnt out and then you'd click the um, the move on things to wind on the film to the next spot for the photos and the the little cube would then turn to the next flash and you would get four flashes out of that. Yeah, they're little cubes, weren't they, if I remember rightly, and they just sat up on top of it. So, yeah, I, I sort of remember those cameras, but the, the sort of cameras had the flash, and the flash, the one that I had, it was just, it was, when you look at it, it was just cheap and plasticky, really, when you think about it. Because most cameras these days, if you go and buy a camera, have yep. gone back to more that metal metal sort of canister, and they're usually waterproof and, yep. and standproof and things like that. But, um, you know, a couple of my mates had uh, some Polaroids and things like that and you'd take some stupid photos and things like that and they were instant. Um, but, yeah, it was more more the camera. And then, you know, it got to the point where you could order when you're getting the film processed, you could get them so they were had uh, like a, a frame around the outside. You could order them with like a border around them mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that or you could get them in a matte finish. Or, or a gloss. gloss. Yeah. So there's a few options options there but you know the cameras 
you know, you used to get the disposable cameras where basically yep. it was the the film uh, and with the camera built around it and then once yep. it was, it, as it says, it was disposable. So you, you'd send the whole camera in. Yeah. And to get processed. And around the early 2000s, I remember those disposable cameras that had the film in them, you'd have to send them off. Were um, I went to a couple of weddings where um, people had them on the... Um, had them on the table and would have one on every table and people would free to just take photos as they like and just leave it there at the end. And, um, and then they would get them developed and that was their wedding photos from, yeah. the recep- from the reception, not from the actual official ones. Yeah. I've been to a couple of those weddings too. And, um, it'd be quite funny. You'd get a few, few blokes together and take some pretty, uh, pretty crazy photos. You'd end up being in the, um, take lots of different photos of, uh, the men's toilets and yeah, know, yeah, toilets and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, you would. Um, yeah, there were always, and that was always the always the funny part of it. There was the surprise that at the end of it, uh, somebody be going through the photos and have to recoil in horror as you see, you know, someone's for want of a better term, see someone's breakfast um, there in your, the middle of your wedding photos. Yeah, we actually went to one, and they had on each table as their centerpiece, they had the Siamese fighting fish. As well, so a what, live couple ones? of beer, yeah, live ones. So it was like their centerpiece that they because they liked the fish, obviously, and they thought it'd be pretty to have this live fish. But as you can imagine, there's one on every table, and the term Siamese fighting fish with a lot of drunk people, yeah. and it was you'd go from table to table to see whose fish was the champion by the end of the night. <laughs> they must have known that was going to happen are you still friends with these people yeah 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 it wasn't just me no 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 I'm not blaming you but uh, no 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 I didn't mean that I mean more are you still friends with them because they did something as ridiculous as that well no it was more that it actually made it a little bit more bearable um <laughs> i probably did make some money off the fish you know we were running a bit of a pool on whose fish would win um, yeah. but cool. uh, they yeah they actually a better uh, term. Yeah. yeah they did um have also the cameras as well um oh yeah the, we were talking about the, them weren't we yeah the the female um did give my wife a ring and just said, how did I know that your your husband was going to do that with those cameras? Not just one, multiple. And yep. the beauty is you'd go and get them off G-rated, other mate, G-rated, 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 G-rated. Yeah, no, no, it is G-rated, but you'd go and get them from other tables because they were marked. So the families, you'd just go and swap them and you'd take them out and do random stuff with them and put them back. Oh, that's true. And then they'd finish out the film. Have you ever been to a dry wedding? Uh, yes. Monday uh, miserable. Yeah, but I did take my own drink out in the car park. And, <laughs> yeah. And can I tell you, there was probably more people out at the car getting drinks off me than what there was inside at the, you know, um, uh, yeah. No, I, I absolutely have. And uh, I think I think I went through like a bottle of um, bottle of rum that uh, night. They're and hard, between they're hard work, those, those ones, mm. if you can't get on the turps, it's, it's hard going, going to a wedding that you're not a part of. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. makes it for fun. Yeah. And now they have those picture booths and everything, where you know you can dress up in the. They have those 
you know, yeah. the, the, yeah. At, at the malls and the, the shops and stuff. Yeah, well, that was another type of photo. Well, look, we circled back un, unplanned. But that was another type of acceptable form of photo or photography if you wanted to ever get portraits and probably before um, you could use them for passport photos and those types of things where you go to the booth, you put your money in and it spits out four photos um, where you can where you can either be serious or you can show uh, just how much you love your uh, chosen person in there or you can just show your wacky and zany side by pulling silly faces. Yeah. Yes, true that. It was, yeah, I've only ever really gotten in those just to be more more silly. I don't know that I've else. ever actually, I've seen them, but, and the other thing was they only ever had the curtain that came down sort of halfway, I guess it's so that um, people couldn't get um, too weird in there. Ah, oh, there's always ways of doing stuff. But anyway, um, you know, even now at, at events, they have them. Um, even some of the events that I go to with my work, they'll have one set up or they'll have photographers there to actually take the photos and then they, at the end, towards, you know, halfway through and three quarters of the way through, they'll start putting a slideshow up of 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 the photos they've already started to take. So on did you ever did you ever have um, have done uh, get them made for you or have to go and endure someone's slideshows um, of their holidays and those types of things? Look, when I was growing up, there seemed to be lots of photos of my older brother, lots of photos of my younger brother, and there wasn't too many photos around of me. So mm-hmm. that got me a little curious, and I kept asking my parents. I mean, am I adopted or something? There's no childhood photos. No, there was occasional they, ones. They'd have sent you back if they could, mate. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. The um, And what it there was, it was, yeah, there it is. So, yeah, the, uh, they were going through a phase of putting everything onto slides. So I kept asking about this, and it ended up that um, a lot of my baby photos were on slides and all my, you know, first couple of years photos were on slides. <laughs> And um, they didn't really have a, a projector for the slides. So there was a lot of the slides and the pictures and I'd have to hold them up really close and look through at the sun just to see that, yeah, there were actual baby photos of me. But, um, yeah, I have had to endure uh, slideshows and people go, oh, come and have a look at this. They bring It was it used to be a big event. You know, people would come back from their trips and they bring their slides over and go through a slideshow. Uh, it was always painful because they'd never go home. They'd have like a thousand slides to go through. Oh, just wait, we'll load them up. And you always think about the um, the Simpsons where Homer has to sit through Patty and Selma's uh, slideshow presentation and he just wants to die. And that sums it up pretty well, really. Worse than that was when teachers would go on holidays and they'd think that we'd be interested in their slides. <laughs> they'd bring them to I school had a teacher and do the slideshows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, not interested at all. Yeah, I don't. I, no, one, I was never interested in him as a teacher. Why would I be interested in what he did outside of teaching? And he wasn't teaching, yeah. You know, to me, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Hey, so, um, yeah, no, and I haven't seen slides and the weird slide projectors that would make the funny noise and have to go through and you'd have the, you know, the big screen and it was, yeah, it was quite an event and quite arduous to go through. And there would also be people then that then thought they were pretty snazzy and have that little sort of um, thing that you look through like a little monocle and you could just put in one slide at a time and they were painful as well. Well, that's even worse because you'd have to fiddle around and put it in and pull it out, pull it yeah. in, pull it out. And you have to get 
and you have to get too close to them to, uh, and you couldn't get away. Um, but looking back at cameras, I remember the first camera I myself had um, was this yellow Minolta, I think it was. A Minolta, I think it's called a Weathermatic or something like that. It was a waterproof camera. And it had, it was a 35mm camera, so you put it in and you load your slides up and it were and it had batteries and it had a flash, but it was completely waterproof. Um, and it had an attachment that you put on the top, which was like a, a um, what do you call it, the cross, the... You know, you look like through a, like a target like type a, thing and has like it. a sight, a gun yeah, yeah. sight, like a yeah, yeah the crosshairs, crosshairs. Type, crosshairs type thing. And you'd have one of them so that when you're in the surf, you'd hold it out in front of you like that, uh, or like that. You can't see what I'm doing. I'm holding it out in front of me, but you would um, hold them out in front and hope for the best. And the number because you couldn't look at the photos straight away, and you had to get them um, processed. You'd get 24 photos on a on a roll or 36 if you're really flash. And I would. Um, I reckon out of a roll of 24, I might get one, well, one or two usable and probably only one good one. Um, it was so hit and miss without that viewfinder and everything that you can look at it straight away to see if it's any good and then you could, you know, bin it straight away. Um, so, but now you've got GoPros and you've got all the other sorts of action cameras that are all um, completely, that are all completely, um, you know, waterproof, weatherproof, drop-proof, dust-proof, everything else-proof that you might want it to be. And you've got that instant satisfaction because it's got a little frame on the back. But when was the last time you saw someone carrying like a little camera rather than an, an actual phone or a big SLR or something like that? But uh, we were talking about cameras in the last time I've seen. Look, I haven't seen anyone with a little camera. I've seen them with the big SLRs. And that's all you tend to see these days because everyone's got a camera on their phone or a GoPro, um, but as far as seeing just a normal little camera, look, I can't even tell you the last time. can't even or, tell you the last time I've used one. I can tell you. I've got one and I really like it. I've got a little waterproof one as well um, that's got a zoom and everything. It's one of those, um, I can't remember what it is. Might be it's an a Olymp- Canon, it's same an- as mine. No, it's not a Canon. I think it's an Olympus or something like that. Anyway, regardless of that, it's um, when was the last time you saw – you see people with them occasionally with the little Fujis or those other sorts of ones that they use around. When was the last time you saw someone with a video camera? Uh, because look, everything's I'm, just on your phone and, and I think yeah. people with a lot of those SLR ones now take video as well. Look, the – Last time I've seen, I haven't seen one for years and there's one sitting at my mum and dad's old place just sitting there with the, the film and, you know, you've got the little cassettes that go in and then you've got to have the big video player to play them in. Yeah, it's a, it's, okay. It's, the ones I think these days are more digital, so that's not a problem. Um, mm. The last time I saw someone using anything along those lines was when uh, uh, they were doing some recording for uh, the graduate uh, programs at work and I was uh, speaking on one of those for graduates to, to come and work in in the Hospital. in the health service that we worked in here. Okay. Um, it's interesting because, yeah, yet again, those action cameras do all those in one. I know, of course, your phone does everything, but it's, it's funny. You still see people occasionally with a little camera and you certainly see them being uh, for sale uh, when you go to the electronic shops and the camera shops, but you're very rare. I can't ever remember seeing an actual video camera anymore. 
No, like you said, most cameras do it these days. Um, I've got a little similar to you, little um, orange one that's uh, dustproof, waterproof. Mm-hmm. And I think the last time I ever used it was when we've done our um, big trips out into the outback into the middle of Australia. I haven't used it since then, to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, no, we so, used to use them for those sorts of things. And the other one is um, one of our friends, speaking of those trips that we do, one of our friends that uh, doesn't listen to the podcast, China, he's bought himself a a drone now. He's bought a, a drone for relatively cheaply that takes these beautiful photos and big panoramics uh, from up in the sky and it's got that function where you can set it to sit at a certain distance behind you and follow you and do all those types of things as well. And it's a, it's a still camera and a video camera in one as well. It doesn't require any processing to all you do just plug it straight into your, your computer when you're done. To be it's sort of along the lines of the GoPros these days, you know, you can use the GoPros similarly, but, yeah, the drones these days, they're using them for just about everything. You know, I watch, I follow quite a few different shows on um, on YouTube and, you know, a lot of them use drones in their intros and outros and getting different angles of things and bits and pieces. And it's quite effective. Um, one of my son's friends, um, one of Dirk's friends, he used drones probably about five years ago, five to six years ago for real estate ads. So when they were doing those virtual real estate ads that go on to the web and that, so he would go in and use his drone and fly over it and fly around the house. And he, yeah. he actually made a really good um, little business out of that, just using I, his drone. I work with a guy who does the same thing. His side business is uh, using a drone and I think he's just bought a fixed wing one um, for to be able to do surveying and, and everything else like that. So it's actually a little plane rather than a helicopter. But um, yeah, each their own. I think it cost him something like 11 or 12 grand. So it's obviously a business that's worth doing for him. But when we talk about all this digital photography, I kind of wonder how often people actually get it out and look at it. Um, you mentioned before we actually started recording that you were, you know, th- talking back to um, photo albums. You put all your, get all your, your printed photos and put them into a photo album and then you could sit and look through them um, just for that bit of nostalgia. Um, it's interesting now i reckon on my phone on my phone alone i reckon i've got 16 or 1700 photos and i can't remember the last time i looked through them all i can attest to having the same and they're from multiple years i don't turn my phones over that often a lot of people do i don't download them um if i look in in now you know i've got too many i've got movies on there as soon as I go into it, there's stuff from in 2018 all the way back to 2000, between 2010 and 2014. That's how old my phone is. I've got photos here. I've been, I do turn my phone over every two years, but um, I, um, I just looked here now when I said that I had about 1,700 photos. I've actually got 3,807 photos and 133 videos on my phone and I you know, they're all photos of dogs and kids and families and rather random sorts of insanity of things that we do. But it's it's just amazing. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what's on all these things. And, um, there's no way that you would have a photo album with that many photos on it. So it's interesting that even though we're more connected now and we, we have more um, ability to always take photos, how often you actually look at it. Oh, oh, look, I agree. I'm just looking at mine. I've got 4,463 photos on my phone. 
And I can tell you um, that's going to be one of my jobs probably over the long weekend that I've got here. I'm going to empty that out and get a bit more space back into it. But, you know, it's it's crazy. Uh, you tend to you tend to want to keep them the same as photo albums. So, again, I've got my mother's prepared photo albums for all of us boys, the three of us, um, just from when we were young and it's got all different bits and pieces in and photos of their families and so on. But I went through um, uh, my mum's gone into a little independent living unit, so we had to go through the house and the amount of photos and photos yep. and just the photos of my dad alone when he was a teenager. They were must have been really big into it and, you know, he was always out having a bit of fun. This is obviously before he met my mother because fun dies after that. Um, <laughs> love you, mum, if you – love you, Ma, if you're listening. Um <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? So I, I, I went through, I grabbed some great photos of my dad from when he was a young fella, but there were photos of us there and I'm like, why do we keep these? You know, they're not even half of them are really dodgy photos, you know, because you've got half a head or because mm. it wasn't like photos of today and the cameras yep. of today where you could yep. look at it and go, oh, no, that's trash. But even when they are trash, it goes to prove that when they are trash, we don't get rid of them because I can tell you probably out of it, the 4,400 I've got, probably only 400 of them are good. The rest of 4,000 are probably rubbish. But Yeah, but that goes back to the whole thing that I told you about Ruby and uh, her number one rule was you never rip up a photo. Um, and I'm sure she still lives by that today and uh, I, I would bet you she's she's got a smartphone and um, she would have a lot of photos on there. I'd guarantee you that she's probably the same but probably won't get rid of them just because you just, from that generation, photos were what they were. They were the memory and you just didn't get rid of them. Yeah, fair, fair, cool. But the cameras today, comparatively to the photos of yesteryear, I think it's very, people are very lazy in terms of they go to take a photo and they'll take 20 photos. Yep. Instead of just having that one photo getting it together. What I actually like doing is if they're people and they, they go, oh, can you take a photo of me? I always turn the camera around and at least take one of me and leave it in there. My niece, does, my niece does that as well. Before she even takes a photo of you, she's got to take one of herself first and then off you go. Yep. And, uh, you know, they can do what they want because like everyone else, they won't go through and delete it. They'll be just going through, who's this random dude? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's weird from once when I was cool podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's right because he's always wearing the brown shirt. He is wearing the brown shirt. <laughs> he loves the brown shirt. Yeah, mate, I don't know. Look, uh, the, these cameras today are amazing, take incredible photos, just the ones off your phone and those digital SLRs that people have, you know, 48, 52 megapixel photos that you can take, they're more real than real life. But I just don't know that it's still got the same sort of soul or the same sort of nostalgia or the same sort of sentiment um, that they that they used to have. And there doesn't seem to be that many um, photos out there of ghosts just appearing in the back of your film and stuff like that. <laughs> no, well, that's right. Yeah, that, that's, um, that's how, how random was that? That was yeah something that I wasn't expecting you to say at all. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go. well on that note, I think we might wind it up. We've it's been an adventure-packed episode. We've had to stop a couple of times for all various different sorts of things. Uh, if you still carry a camera around, if you still use film, let us know. Uh, especially if you use one thing that we didn't mention. We talked about a lot about 35 mil film, but do you remember the little cartridges that used to go in there? There used to be little long cartridges and you just slot the cartridge straight in and wind itself and do everything. There. Oh, the self-winders, they're all, the yeah. automatic ones. They yeah. were fantastic. 
Yeah. Anyway, if you remember those, let us know. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can find us at once when I was cool at gmail.com. No, that's not right at all. Sorry. Wee's just showing me a photo of his dog snuggled up in next to him because he's not feeling very well. Once was cool podcast.com. No, I'm going to forget that one as well. Once when I was cool. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother anymore, mate. I forgot. Well, you can once, find it. once when I was cool at gmail.com. No, that's not right either. It's once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Once when there I was go. cool. Once when I was cool at uh, Facebook. Um, all right, on this note, I'm going to end this now, buddy. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Sorry for that last bit of insanity, and we will catch you soon. Simon, thank you very much. We thank you. Talk to you later. No worries. Bye bye.